I'm definitely kind of into that, like, purple and aqua. I'm yeah, into I that. I wish you could just freeze it. I know. I like, I'm real into that color, like a lavender. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, it's now calming. it's getting kind of like a fuchsia. Hi, buddy. Yeah, it's cool. Man. Sweet, dude. You got any ecstasy? This is the time <laughs> of our <laughs> life. <laughs> You know, man, with this new year on the horizon, we look back and on the blessings we've received, and I say, who have I fucking become? Casey, I say the year 2020, what it has in store for you is going back to full-flavored cigarettes. Maybe. <laughs> Time might be right. I turn that 25, the clock winds back a couple years, it really puts things into perspective. Just start smoking like Benson and Hedges. Yeah. <laughs> you know, start like, instead of, instead of like... Just smoke like a really pretentious cigarette. Yeah, like Parliament. I'm only gonna or, smoke Lucky Strike. Yeah, and you can you have buy to them. order them. You <laughs> yeah. have to fucking import them. You can find Europe. them at, at one bodega in Boise for thirteen dollars a pack, and there's no really? filter, so they're good. Yeah, but I think the bodega closed. Where? Which one was that? It was the one right next to the Mulligans. It was a really small little smoke oh. shop right there. They also sold what? Salvia. Did they really? Yeah, they closed. No. Though. Oh no. You're going to sit here and tell me with a straight face you, you'd be willing to do salvia. I think, I'm not even kidding, I think I would. I'd come watch you, I'd come hang out with you. Yeah, I, there's no way I'm getting you to ever do that again. No, I'd fucking kill myself and everybody around me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> with pleasure. I, I just, you. If, if you ask me, salvia is too quick for me to think it's going to do any psychological damage. I'm just worried during the trip I'd fucking... Well, dude, when it's when you're actually in the trip, you pretty much can't move too well. So it's not like you would kill somebody on salvia because your body, you can't really control no. your body. I don't think I would try to run like that either. Like, I just don't think I, I could see myself trying to jump out a window. I didn't like, think... I'm not crazy. I didn't think it would happen to me either. And now look at me. I don't know, man. You seem real hesitant to do salvia for some reason. I, I well, mean, you I, did roast the entire fucking yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, it's See, not like I, I have know. a history I, with salvia. I would like take it. That. I would take it light first. Like, I would never I, do I it again. I would take like a hit and hold it in. Like you fucking. Y'all I mean, told me to roast the bowl, so I didn't know what would happen. Yeah, so I roasted point. a whole fucking bowl of it. <laughs> and then I seriously <laughs> like just it, went this, to hell. In this big ass bubbler, dude. Full, Milk like at least. City. Like bare minimum half grams, half gram size bowl. And just. <laughs> Packed to the brim with just black salvia. Well, I was the test dummy. Everyone's like, I'll, I was no, like, oh, fuck we, yeah, I'll do we it did it before. Yeah, well, maybe it was we want somebody to roast a whole bowl of it. I think that's right. Yeah, I think and we I was like, like, yes, please. I think we're like, I think we're not doing enough. Yes, like it was trip, something like that. You, we'd trip, but like not like blackout. Yeah, not like completely in a different world. Like a DMT trip or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it seemed like I talked to other people who did it around that time, too, and then they told me their trip. You ever seen the SNL sketch with Kate McKinnon when she's talking about the aliens picking yes. her up? It's like That's so <laughs> goddamn funny. It, it's very applicable because I talked to Mark, and he's like, yeah, man, it was crazy. Like, the room looked different, and I closed my eyes, and I, I, I thought I was on a conveyor belt. And I'm like, <laughs> well, it was a little bit different for me. So I was in hell, and there was, I was surrounded by demons stabbing me, and I could see you guys staring at me. And so I, then I saw your faces on the demons, and then I woke up into my human body, then I decided to jump out of the window to go to heaven. So a little <laughs> bit different. 
Uh, <laughs> but I think we both uh, had the same learning experience from it. Yeah, it's it's the same themes. Yeah, you know, <laughs> sure, just trip, trip. You know, like when he says, "I was stuck on a conveyor belt." To me, that means he was stuck on the conveyor belt of life. Yes, he was stuck in a certain pattern of behaviors. Mm-hmm. It was it was never ending. There was nothing he could do, which yeah. I think is a simile for hell. Mm-hmm. So you were both exactly. similarly. And in different dimensions, experiencing just your, you have a more traditional viewpoint of hell. Yes, where a dark Mar- ages view. Yeah, Marx yeah. was more, uh, you know, metaphorical. Yeah, and, and more yeah. brought into the modern industrial age. Yeah. And if you ask me, and I wouldn't normally say something like this, but I think it's telling him that he has been manufacturing his emotions. Yeah. And that's the type he of thing. He has a very, yeah, he compartmentalizes mm-hmm. and he does things very business-like. Yes. You know? And he, he puts uh, the important tasks out to others so he doesn't have to deal with his own internal strife. Yeah. That's brilliant, man. Uh-huh. I'm and, thinking uh, we should change this podcast to like one of those radio shows where you call in and we answer your problems. Yeah, but it's only trip problems. Yeah. <laughs> so you tell us how hard you tripped and like why you cried and stuff and we'll tell you if it's stupid or not. Hey, uh, Grimace Half Hour Power Hour? Oh, hey, caller. Hey, uh, what's Jeremy. going on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so my buddy Danny is roasting off like nine, <laughs> nine hits of acid right now, and he's locked himself in a cabinet. Now he's screaming that he's going to kill everyone and himself. <laughs> what should we do? <laughs> wow, that's an interesting question, Jeremy. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say... Uh, Pour gasoline at the base of the cabinet, light it on fire. <laughs> Go ahead and duct tape that smoke in there. Smoke him out. Yeah, just Go- smoke him out until. I'm not. I'm listen, Jeremy. Jeremy, listen. Hey, buddy, I'm not up? suggesting that you kill him. I'm suggesting that you render him unconscious by via smoke inhalation. Yes. So you can kind of get a get your reins on the problem. You know, before he does become a homicidal maniac. <laughs> Any further than he already has. And then you go ahead, you take all the shoestrings you have in the house, you tie his hands behind his back, all right? <laughs> also, Jeremy, one one more question. Um, how serious do you think he is? Because if you ask me, <laughs> he's locked himself in the closet. Can can he get out? Yeah, is he bluffing? He's, he's talking about murdering the group, but what are, what are the chances he finds himself out of the cabinet? Yeah, let's say, how strong are you guys do? You guys got any weight how, on Yeah, you? how many people are in the group? Six, okay. Uh, hmm, that should be enough. I yeah. say you let him out. I think you can overpower him. Yeah, I say you let Easily him out like a wildcat. Smother him. Mm-hmm. Sm- like I said, maybe not do the, the, the fire Smoke thing. Smoke him out. Yeah, that could possibly, you know, cause some damage. Pillow over the face. Yeah, I'm thinking let him out, ransack him. Yes. You know, Hog- swarm him. <laughs> Hog tie his ass. He's he's gonna be too out of his mind to realize that all you guys are coming from different angles. Pin him, smother him. Exactly, and just knock him out just a little bit. And I think what he's trying to tell you is that he's locked himself inside his relationship with his father. Mm-hmm. And that is one thing that unfortunately he's not gonna be able to escape until he faces it. Yeah, which maybe that's why he locked himself in the cabinet. Maybe he's he gay. Could, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's worried about telling his father, who has very <laughs> traditional ideals, that he's a homosexual. And I, Which, you know, in this day and age, the public eye is very forgiving. I, you know, it's not, it's not even something to be forgiven. It's just 
how you are. Well, it's how we're but, created. Yeah, but coming out to <laughs> one's personal family members and, you know, that can be hard in itself because one's own family may not hold the same views that are now acceptable in society. Wow. Thanks, Grimace Half Hour Power Hour. <laughs> <laughs> this has been very informative. <laughs> You're welcome, Big Jer. <laughs> Danny, come out of the closet, bud. <laughs> All seven died that night. <laughs> Murder-suicide. Danny had crafted some sort of pipe gun out of, <laughs> out of the materials under the sink and kind of executed all of them. Took their Very wallets. sad. Yeah, but real hey, tragedy. Nothing to do with us, man. That's we not on re- us. We, we have removed the liability from ourselves. Mm-hmm. There's a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Yeah. And, and just now that Jeremy Piven is dead does not mean... That we have to forget his memory and entourage. What a great show. We'll be back I'm, after I'm this. <laughs> <laughs> Boo-doo-doo. Meundies, meundies. Yep. We have adver- advertisements now. Good morning, meundies. It's me, Todd Undies. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Todd. Oh, meundies. <laughs> Make me some eggs, will you? Okay, Todd. I don't How know. about a frittata? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, meundies. You always know when me needs frittati. Mm. Yes, baby. And back to the program. <laughs> hey, you guys, welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. I would like it this. It actually is fun. This it, would be a lot of fun. It's fun to talk soothing. I don't talk uh, soothing enough in my life. I'm so <gasps> abrasive. See, yeah, I've got a very brash voice. I don't know if I could tune it down for radio. Do you think I could? How would I do it? It's good. You're doing it right now. Is we all that, like it. Is that okay? I think it sounds good. It almost sounds sexual. It, it very, well, it sounds very sexual. Uh <laughs> And uh, we all, man, it's doing stuff. I never even knew it was possible. Guys, it's not just the temperature in this room, but sexual tensions are very hot right now between <laughs> me and Mr. Casey Rocket. And also to touch on the first thing he said, super fucking hot in here. Uh, <laughs> clock says it's 77 degrees. <laughs> oh, my God, it they're does. Sm- they're smoking us out. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, we're... The, oh, my <laughs> we're Turns in. out we were in the cabinet the whole time. <laughs> ah! A cabinet of our own self-doubt over our adequacy of the pod key. <laughs> very true. <laughs> Podcast parakeet. Casey, that's a very inquisitive statement you just made. Yeah, will like, we be able to make it? I'd like to dig into this a little more. Let's jump on in. Why is the show so bad? How do we make it not? <laughs> oh, thank you, caller number one. You say give up? <laughs> yeah. Noted. All right. <laughs> we're going to keep that on the back burner. We are going, I'm going to tell you what, we're going to heavily consider that. Uh, <laughs> and then we'll get back to you. If you want to shoot us an email address, we'll keep you updated <laughs> on the... Uh, <laughs> The activity of the podcast and us possibly stopping forever. <laughs> and deleting all the files and unsubscribing from SoundCloud. Yeah. Uh, what were your some of your favorite stuff? Do you, Dude, my memory is so bad. I just realized, like, literally, it's funny because, like, my short-term memory for, like, quick decision-making is fine. Yeah, like, sure. Like, I just heard what you were saying, and I immediately went, he's going to ask me, what my favorite moments of 2019 were. Yeah. And already in that time, I realized I have no idea. Dude, I don't remember anything. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I don't know. what. I don't know if it's the years of substance abuse or I don't know if it's all the crabums. I don't know what's making my brain uh, act like I've been on Xanax for the past fucking four years. You I can't remember I, anything. I man. personally think is I just don't care. 
Yeah, my brain's just trashing like, it. Like, there's just, there's really nothing. Well, I can all remember, like, big events or whatever, but I just feel like there's... How many times <sighs> do you really freeze in the moment and be like, you know what, man, I'm going to remember this. <laughs> I do it once every couple of months, but... Uh, dude, I only remember stuff when people bring it up. I'll have, like, hilarious, crazy shit happen to me, like, all the fucking time. And then somebody will bring it up, like, months later, and I'm like, oh, yeah, man, that fucking homeless guy did try to fight me or whatever. Like, I don't, I can't remember it. Okay, uh, can we dig into that, or was no, that No, I don't joke? think that's what happened. <laughs> I don't think it happened. But I'll <laughs> tell you what, if you if you bring it up to me sometime, I might have implanted that false memory in my brain. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to so. do that, dude. I'm going to remember that, man. I'm going to remember that six months down the road. Dude, you remember that? Homeless guy tried to fight us outside the, the studio. Just work the system. Yeah. There are some vagrants in this in this area that the studio is in. We saw some weird ones fucking outside. When was that? A couple months ago. And then they did the weird switcheroo. And, and then yeah, the guy the drove away on a whatever. What, was yeah, it a mo the, moped? It was some souped up fucking moped. Oh, it was really strange. It's all coming back to it me. It was like, hey, listeners, are you there? Knock, knock. Hi. It's um, beers. Have you guys ever seen... One of those super bikes where they bring the back wheel out very far for some reason. <laughs> Maybe. Well, okay, that's what this person did, but uh, to a moped. <laughs> so it was a very confusing sight. Just it was at really that. confusing. Just at that, that was enough to be like, wow, that's kind of weird. But <laughs> this person on said moped stopped at the stop sign right in front of our studio, sat there for a second, holding up traffic. <laughs> then another car came, pulled onto the opposite side of the road. <laughs> like in a terror, yeah. like, uh, like booking it. Yeah, like really yeah. squealed up, slammed on, and then they switched. <laughs> the dude hopped off the moped, got in the car, and the chick hopped on the moped and peeled off. <laughs> and then they both turned like five minutes later, came and then met. Yeah, in the, the parking. Yeah, I don't understand what they were doing. It was like a Chinese fire drill. I mean, no, I don't. I was like, is this just for fun or is this for business? And I remember I walked up to the car because we're like sitting there, like smoking cigarettes, like ten yards away, fucking chatting. And I'm like, I, I gotta say something to them. Like, and I was like, hey man, I actually I know, <laughs> I know what this moped. It's a Honda Ruckus. It's a pretty cool thing. Number one, I remember it because I really like the word Ruckus. Uh -huh. So yeah, there's that. So I go up to him and I'm like, yo. Is that like a souped up ruckus? And he looked at me with the most pu like <laughs> angry and puzzled face. Like, why are you here? What are you saying to me? It's like, dude, we were in the parking lot, man. You're the odd man out here. Don't you give intruded me that on look. our conversation with and your he ruckus. Just, he just looks at me and goes, yeah, and turns his head. And I'm like, okay. So Ever heard me. of it? Jerk off. <laughs> None of your fucking business, dude. Alrighty. Just, you know, trying to get a... Just trying to get a vibe of what the fuck just happened here. Just, you know, trying to see if you guys are trying to mug us and you're kind of gauging our, our adequacy to fight you. Guys, just in case you've ever wondered what Boise, Idaho is like, that is what excitement is for us now. Oh, that's the best thing I've heard about in months. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whereas in Atlanta, you would fucking see crazy shit all the, like every oh, fucking non -stop, day. Oh, nonstop, dude. If yeah. you just, if you went on like a daily stroll, like, an eight block walk. Oh, you see, see something wacky shit. Yeah. Yeah. I fucking had a whole group of kids that I used to mentor at the basketball courts. Huh? Yeah. That was something. And Frankie chased that kid. Yeah. <laughs> Tell that story. <laughs> that was actually really funny. I love that story. Frankie's really small. Honestly, don't know there's, there's two separate stories. So 
when we lived <laughs> when we lived in a, not a great part of Atlanta, there was like the local park that we would go to. It was kind of a rundown park. Casey would play basketball there, and I would take my dog Frankie, who is this. If you guys don't know who she is, this uh, she's my aunt. Yes. And, <laughs> <laughs> but Pierce, she's, Pierce she's calls a, women dogs Because <laughs> you're going to have to know that to keep up Hashtag canceled Hashtag cancel culture Hashtag Pierce is cancy <laughs> Anyways I've got this little black dog Like the size of like a terrier But she's not like scraggly like a terrier Like she kind of looks like this miniature skinny black lab dog Very sweet And this kid I'm like walking around the park And this kid comes up to me He's like hey can I look at your dog or like, can I pet your dog or something? And I'm like, yeah. And he walks up to her and she like turns, <laughs> she turns and the kid goes, huh! and just full starts sprinting. And my dog thinking like we're playing starts running after him. And the kid <laughs> is turning around. Like it's a horror movie, sheer terror on his face. Huh! And Pierce's and he, dog is really, really small. She's a runt. She's super, super small and like uh, really weird long legs. Kind of look like a spider in a great way, in the best way, like the friendliest <laughs> spider. And so, yeah, she's so tiny and it just, well, there's a lot of mean dogs in Atlanta. So I bet yeah. a lot of people have I, terrible I, memories I with dogs. I get it, but it was, it was just funny because the kid is turning around full speed running. <laughs> Frankie is right on his tail and this kid is ball. He just, <laughs> mid run just starts bawling. Just, just crying and he starts he starts calling for his mother he's like mama mama like running in circles and shit and it was so goddamn funny i didn't stop it for a while and then i finally got her but it was fucking it was hysterical it was one of the funniest things that's ever happened to me. there was also a small pocket of homeless that i think hung out and and may have possibly lived in some part of those woods oh for sure and i would play basketball there almost every day and i remember this is, yeah, again, I just have whatever, random memories that come back to me. But I was playing basketball, and I was doing really good. I was having a good day. And fucking I'm hot fucking no shirt on, fucking socks on my hands. Made no sense. Uh, <laughs> just acting a fool. And wh whatever, I'm making a bunch of baskets. And this sounds like a made-up story, but I'm really good at it. And this homeless guy. I like the ball goes behind me. I turn around, just a homeless guy standing beside <laughs> and behind me, and he's just watching me. And he's like, "Hey, young blood, you know I watch you a lot out here." And, and, <laughs> and he's like, Terrifying. "You got to join a team." And he's like, he says you like he's been watching me a lot. It's like I was out here the other day, and you were in that blue shirt. Man, you were doing really great. And I was like, "Ah, <laughs> what is fucking? How long has this guy been scouting me for the homeless leagues?" And uh, bro, we need to bring a ringer onto yeah. our team. I think I just found my answer. Tur I've been scouting you from that bush over there for the last couple of weeks. Turns out he was Mike Brown, former coach for the Cleveland Cavaliers, <laughs> and he was homeless. Yep. Real degenerate gambler. <laughs> yeah, I had a real problem. Yeah, he, he kept telling me he knew LeBron's phone number. He got into methamphetamine. You mix. Speed with gambling, it's gonna put you on the streets, pretty much. Yeah, he he was wearing his wedding ring though, so he had some some glimmer of hope for self respect in the future. Yeah. He's like, you know, once I clean my act up, she's gonna come back. Yeah, he t well, he actually told me something strange. He said he'd suck my dick if I could eat the basketball. So I don't know <laughs> what he meant by that. If that was a figure of speech or. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but I'll, I'll be I'll be damned. I tried it, and I couldn't, so he didn't. So that's yeah. one of my life's <laughs> biggest regrets. <laughs> You're just holding this basketball. You're trying to take a bite out of it. Like, just chewing. You like chip a tooth. <laughs> and he just shakes his head and he walks off. I fucking want my dick sucks so bad. And you're like, no, no, no. Let me deflate it first. Yeah, wait, let me put it in a puddle to get it soggy. <laughs> Mr. Man. Mr. Mike Brown. <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. Man, I'm Pierce turning is 40. 40. Yeah, <laughs> we're saying the same thing. Yep. New Year, baby. New we were talking year, about new baby, me. <laughs> new Year, new baby, and the baby is me. <laughs> we were talking about the New Year, baby, before we got on air, and we had a very com- funny conversation about shaving our bee holes. But it's not gonna be on the audio recording. Have fun with your thoughts. Why not, man? We it wasn't recorded, man. Oh, it wasn't. Yeah, Are it's you for sure? the birds. We can recreate it. Fuck. <sighs> we're just gonna have to drop it, Frankums. Um, Frankfurt, Germany's, uh, I don't even remember what I was fucking talking about. New Year's baby. Why he's so small and why does he represent me? <laughs> so we came to the conclusion. <clears throat> it's big baby, baby big, <laughs> and it's good for new year. It's, it's either A, is big baby, <laughs> B, is baby big, <laughs> C, is baby big for new year. And I think honestly... All of the above, Daddy. We didn't see that one coming. Answer is D. Welcome to the, the answer is dome. always D. Mm-hmm. It's D or C, and you're not going to tell me how to live. <laughs> Fucking fat cats up in D.C. And that's why planning. I failed college. <laughs> yeah. All D's. I think it- literally every <laughs> bubbles, every scantron dude is all D's because I say it's always D. He'd <laughs> sing it till they were like, we're, we know what you're going to do anyways. You can just fucking leave. And my professor would call me into his office and he'd be like, listen, I don't know why you're doing this. I see you in class. You're there. You're smart. Twice a week. <laughs> you're taking notes. The test comes along. I mean, hell, you're even active in class. You, you ask questions. You come to the study sessions. Then, then the test comes on. You, it's all D's. <laughs> and I, I can't help but think this is intentional. Why? Why would you put so much time and energy into this class to just bomb the test? And I say, listen, Mr. Professor, the answer is always D. And he says, no, it's not. It's not. And you've wasted $3,000 on this course. Hey, man, it doesn't matter to me. I just know you're a smart kid. I can see it. And then you pull out your phone and you have a Bluetooth speaker and you put it on his desk and you play throw some Ds on that bitch by Soldier Boy. <laughs> <laughs> and he doesn't laugh. No. He doesn't like that kind he of He says, uh, you can go ahead and not show up for the rest of the semester. I'm failing you now. <laughs> you can go ahead and fuck right off. You're the worst. <laughs> I fucking hate your ass. <laughs> You're stupid and, and kind of chubby. He calls you chubby. Oh, God. God. He, he just oh. knows how to get me, man. Oh, to be just chubby. Just playing to my insecurities. Yeah. To the teeth. Fucking just pressing your pressure points. Yeah, dude. He grabbed my chub one time. He said, <laughs> he said fatty like a baby. And <laughs> Fatty like a ping ping. <laughs> That's what he said. Said, <laughs> said stop it, Doctor Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Roberts. No, he's a doctor. You dog. know he's how hard. Doctor. <laughs> you know how hard it is to get a balanced diet here when you're living off wreck hole food. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did a baby eat a pizza? <laughs> it's in front of the class too. It's in the middle of a lecture. You got up to use a bathroom. <laughs> oh, did you go get a? Did you go get candy bar? <laughs> You get a buddy finger. chubby. <laughs> you put a buddy finger in your fat. Let me sniff your fingies. And then he put my fingers in his mouth. 
<laughs> Tastes like Butterfinger to me. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. He kicks you out. <laughs> Come back when you've <laughs> lost 10 pounds. <laughs> you fat shit. You're a fat, worthless shit. <laughs> you fat, fat fuck piece of shit. All right, guys. Anyways, back to Alexander the Great's invasion of Prussia. Uh, <laughs> everybody starts cheering. They hate your ass because you always sing the D's song. Yeah. D's are for me's. They didn't get it. <laughs> they just didn't get it in that point of time, man. You know? <laughs> no, it was a different time. It was a different era, man. You know, we're from a place in Georgia where people just don't understand life hacks. No, dude. Or influencing. Yes. Yeah. You know? Quietly and steadily changing the way people think. That's what the Grimace Half yeah. Hour Power Hour is about. Yep. It's manipulation. Yes. <laughs> Slow, systematic <laughs> manipulation until you lose your minds and like and subscribe. It all started in two thousand <laughs> It all started in two thousand four with a family we've all come to know. The Kardashians. <laughs> it started there. The endless hours of brainwashing. Perpetuated <laughs> perpetuated <laughs> by the government. The government started this. It's see in this technological age, the government doesn't have to push crack cocaine on the streets to try and brainwash and keep the poor people, you know, they're beyond on it. the low. They 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 don't need to keep them docile anymore. They can use far more advanced versions of technology to keep you feeling inadequate. Exactly. To keep you feeling like you want more. <laughs> you want these people. You want their lives. You want to live, you want, you want their skin. Their skin is so smooth and you want their skin around your skin. And exactly. that's what social media is. And that's what you get with the Kylie lip kit, which you can get now for a new year special for only $79.99. And let me tell you guys something. MK Ultra, it worked. Okay. And the, the test dummies, it's been us. And the results, we want more ass than ever. So we're buying the Cosmos. We're drinking the Cosmos. We're watching the Fairly Odd Parents with Cosmo and Wanda. We're all about the Cosmos. All looking in the Cosmos. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Guys, think about it. Do you think men's sexual preference can just change on the tip of a dime? 90s, we're all about that pancake butt. And now we just want big old badonkadonks and we want to lick them? Yeah, we want to no. put stacks of ham on them. For what reason? I you don't know. You want to scramble some eggs in that booty hole, dude. You wish you could put it on a, a Mexican sidewalk so it'd be hot enough to fry an egg on. But it's just you're going to put a yolk on an ass. You want to put some fucking spinners on that butthole. You want to lower it three inches and you want to put two 12s in the back to make that thing fucking thump. <laughs> you want to make it you, womp. <laughs> you want to take that bitch down Main Street. And you want to let the people know who you are, what kind of man you are. This is the kind of man you are. Riding a whip like that. It's going to turn, it's going to fucking break necks, dude. And that's people what we like, work man, for. Man, I want to be that guy. <laughs> You want to be the type of guy who saves up money, gets a small personal loan, opens up an independent movie theater, and all you show is photoshopped pictures of your ass on in, on Kim Kardashian's ass, <laughs> and you charge free admission. Nothing pays the rent. Nothing pays. You're the gonna rent. go out of business very quickly, but <laughs> it's art, plain <laughs> and it's simple. About. It's art. It's driven by the pure. Lust for ass, <laughs> and your landlord doesn't have the heart to charge you, because your wife's long gone, Paolo. 
That was part of the deal. He could sleep with your wife. You get to keep your movie theater where you just show the public pictures of your ass. Oh, <laughs> lo and behold, there's a knock at the door. It's the ATF. They've come for you <laughs> because you're running a small butt cult out of your movie. Theater. <laughs> it's like Nexium. Yeah. <laughs> except just butts. And Allison Mack is the general manager. <laughs> and she's not standing trial. You can't put a butt in a court of law. That's the Fifth Amendment. Look it up. Did I say look it up or lick it up? Because I'd like to do the latter on the butt. The choice is yours. Interpret it how you will. All right, Casey. Let's get down to the meat. Meaty. Should we do a 2019 recap? Should I say rewind? Yes. Let's play back some of our favorite episodes audibly. Um, Okay. So, episode... Uh, episode uh, 31 and you're going to be Caden McKnight uh, <laughs> no I don't know uh, uh, yes you're going to be you're going to be Caden McKnight and I'm going to be Montana Burke uh, fuck you Caden stupid bitch fuck you asshole bitch uh, hey, I'm 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 Caden. I I don't quite understand the context of this. Yeah, we know, cause I take charge. Oh, y- you're you're a big old asshole. And scene. So that was definitely one of our favorite episodes. <laughs> we loved having those guys on. They both hate each other, but also very good friends with them, with themselves and each other and us. I mean, that's just how life is, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. You love and you love and then you hate and you hate and you murder and then you go to prison for life. Yeah. But in prison, you take up Islam and it's changed. <laughs> it's changed your life for the better. And you couldn't be in a happier place now because, you know, once you leave the grasp of this reality, you'll be anointed by 72 virgins at the gates of heaven. And here's the deal. You lobby hard for new legislation that doesn't have such strict mandatory minimum sentences. <laughs> And when you get out, you're a fucking hero, even though you killed your wife. <laughs> That's what life's about in the long run. The That's long what we con. all dream about. I mean, really. That's what scientists call the American dream. Yeah, I believe it's called an Oedipus Rex complex. Yes, it's a Theodore Rex complex, uh, which is a movie starring Whoopi Goldberg in 1996. Uh, you can look it up. She is a cop. With a dinosaur partner. This is a real movie, and you can watch it on Amazon. <laughs> and uh, also, uh, on the Theodore Rex topic, she wanted to quit the movie so bad, the company had to sue her to make her star in it. Uh, you can look it up. <laughs> I read a lot of clickbait and a lot of stuff on Ranker. So go on Ranker. It's all there. Hey, guys, do you want to hear my impression of Whoopi Goldberg in that, uh, in that delegation? Let's hear it. Hi. My name's Wookiee Goldberg, <laughs> and my manager forged my signature. I never agreed to be in this movie. And then you're the lawyer? Uh, hmm. How about no? How about you're going to play with Dinosaur, and you're going to play nice? Okay. Only <laughs> under one condition. I get to be police officer, and now you have to rewrite the whole script. Deal. It was going to be about the aftermath of 9-11, but now I think it would be better if if it's about policing <laughs> In the prehistoric world, and there's no laws. You're the first ones to make laws. Yeah, and guys, to keep up with the theme of this episode, <clears throat> metaphors. That whole movie was a metaphor <laughs> on how the police practices are prehistoric, <laughs> and we really need to jump in 
to the next level of law enforcement <laughs> where people have equal rights and police officers don't get to walk around with a badge and a gun tooting their dick around like they're a god on earth. Yeah, fronting their shafts around like they're not the old guard who's going to get pushed out by the young bucks. Law and order, god damn it. Ching, ching. We're calling for it. 2020, guys. Grimace Half Hour Power Hour is going to go on the road. And we're, we're calling for law and order in the United States of America. We're going to bust some skulls and take some wallets. We're going to start a militia. And we're going to get in an armed standoff with the FBI and the CIA and Department of Homeland Security. I'm and talking <laughs> Branch Davidians, Ruby Ridge. We've seen it in the past and we're not afraid to do it again, except this time there's no race involved. We love all races. We're going to make those motherfuckers look like it was a walk in the park. <laughs> we're going to give these police what they came for. And at the end of our un- armed standoff, Donald Trump was impeached and everything is good and in the we world. we did that. We did it. And we did it. And if you shoot my wife, if you shoot my fucking wife like you did at Ruby Ridge, you're not going to hear the end of this. Never. So, guys, how about God we all damn. roll the dice? Let's let's take 2020 by the balls. Let's take a risk. Let's do it. You know, <clears throat> put all your money on black. Take out your 401k. Take out a second loan on your house. Put it all on black. Refinance your whole fucking structure, your business. Sell your car. Lose your wife. Cut some staff. Put it all on black. Get a staff infection. Cut the leg off. And when you lose, inevitably, you hightail it to Malaysia, where (laughs) Roberto Duarte kills you because you've been abusing methamphetamines because your life is a mess. Because you broke his sister's heart. (laughs) (laughs) He's a mercenary based in Malaysia. I know Roberto. He's the brother of Roberto Clemente. Famous baseball player for the Pittsburgh Pirate. And that's just history, folks. And that's just something you're going to have to look up. Uh, Because, yeah, he died in a plane crash, okay? (laughs) (laughs) All right, suckers. We got to start smoking more cigars, Pierce. That's what I'm thinking, buddy. You know, that's something I would really like to do. I wish I had a taste for it. I won't. I'm not going to do it. It smells bad. I also wish it wasn't so douchey. It would be pretty fucking cool if we could bring that back. Smoking huge old Cubans. See, the thing about smoking cigars, I feel like you have to have a certain look. To yeah, do like, you gotta have a little class. In I you. couldn't just be wearing sweatpants and a hoodie with slippers, smoking a fucking Cuban in a parking lot. You no, know? it's gonna look like you stole the Cuban from a house you just broken entered. <laughs> and this is my victory cigar <laughs> for the quadruple murder I just did. And I took their blue, their Blu-ray d- DVD player. I'm gonna go pawn it now. You got a pocket but full f- of quarters. <laughs> but first, I'm gonna smoke this big old cigar <laughs> and leave my DNA all over the butt of it and throw it down in the driveway. I'm gonna leave it in the yeah. I'm gonna leave it in the driveway as I'm marking my territory for other robbers, <laughs> so nobody tries to follow my lead. That's fun. We're fun. We're all fun, and we're doing so big this year. This year, I wanna. What do you think Grimace's New Year's resolution is? I mean, obviously, I mean, I know what it is. Do you know what it is? I, I've heard stuff. Uh, have you heard about it, what it does? I'm almost fairly positive. So, Grimace is looking to come more into the public eye. Yes. He has been, Vladimir Putin has been Grimace's shadow puppet for ages now. Mm-hmm. And Vladimir Putin is looking to rewrite Russia's constitution so presidents don't have to have shortened terms and they can rule for life. Once that comes signed into law, Grimace will come out. He will strangle Vladimir Putin 
while he was giving a speech, thus claiming his dominance over the nation of Russia, ruling one of the biggest country in the world in sizes of landmass and 13th in the world in sizes of economy. And then he's going to take all of Ukraine. And then Grimace is going to go down to Ukraine. He's going to plant a bunch of seeds. And you want to know what those seeds are? They're for squash. Grimace loves squash. And then once he gets a stronghold on the squash industry, he's going to make it to where everyone on earth has to eat squash forever. And that's the only thing allowed. Well, he's going he's gonna to stack the cards in one direction where if you don't eat squash, you're losing money. And here's what he really wants to do. Establish a republic of the oligarchy of Grimace compatriots as the new USSR. And also, what? Bring back John Belushi and teach him how to snowboard. <laughs> Guys, and listen, it's all in the math. It's all in the math. It's always two been zero, there. Two zero, two zero. Numbers 2020. There. Duplicates. What does that tell us? There's two. Wait, Pierce, are you saying what I think you're saying? You're right. Grimace has a twin brother. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get more into that next year. But I got to leave you guys on a little bit of a cliffhanger. So please don't remember I said that. And look it up because you might find that he's one of the band members in Rascal Flats. <laughs> the lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How long have we been recording? I don't know. This has been pure nonsense. Yeah, I love it. It's so funny. It's really funny. What are we at? Uh, 46 minutes. Well. Well, hold on. Let me see if we could do one more thing. Let's see here what I got. Hey, I got some intros. You want me to read them? Yeah. I already wrote them down. More like outros. <laughs> We're going to see you guys so soon. We'll be back in a week. Uh. All right, I'm sitting here with, now it just feels silly. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. I'm sitting here with, uh, who am I sitting here with? I'm sitting here with Dog the Bounty Hunter. Uh, oh, hey, bitch, I heard you skip bail because your uncle died, you fucking pussy. Damn, dude, Dog the Bounty Hunter's a cunt. <laughs> uh, I'm sitting here with New Year's Rockin' Eve with Ryan Seabreast. Yeah, show us your nip, Seacrest. I'm sitting here with... The Red Hot Chili Peepers. Hey, yo, Anthony Cadis. Is that you? Hey, Anthony. Dude, get your dick out of that chili, bro. <laughs> Where I come, I just don't know. But my dick smells like beans for show. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was in here with John Bonet Franzia. Yeah, slap the bag, John Bonet. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm just gonna stop. Uh, well, I got one more. Okay, and then that's Pierce Rush. And then who am I? I am the lead actor of Ouija: Origin of Evil, Knievel. Uh What is a? Uh, oh my God, Grace! What does that Ouija board say? <gasps> it says he's gonna jump sixteen buses and neglect his children for years act- afterwards. Uh, <laughs> we could have stopped at any point. We chose to kept going. All right, I got one more thing. Integrity. I got one more thing for us. Baby New Year's. As as two addicts in recovery, or as any addict in recovery, if I had to guess, we fantasize about what we'd do if mm-hmm. we could just let it all loose. Yeah. Casey, give me a run. Like, give me a play-by-play rundown of how this New Year's Eve would go. If it, if if there were, you wake up tomorrow. You wake up on the. New Year's Day, and I'm talking about like, you know, like sunrise. So uh-huh. like, not like when the sc- when the clock strikes twelve. Like when sunrise comes, like much like a vampire, 
that part of you will be gone, and there will be no. Okay, maybe not no uh, ramifications, but you know. But now, do I feel the effects from the night before, or is no. it almost as if I, I get a dream, like a day, a dream day, yeah. and then it clears? No the hangover, tomorrow. no like okay. drug haze, but there will be ramifications. So if you do certain things, you know, okay. if, if you caught a charge. It's going to be the charge. Yeah, you're going to still If you need call that. your family and you drain their savings accounts, you get, yeah, they're going to disown you. Somebody's going to step up on that front. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. Realistically, uh, I'd leave the studio right now. I'd immediately go to Garden City and try to find math. But not before starting at <laughs> stopping at a fucking Jackson's. All these Jackson's where all these snooty people sell me cigarettes. And Jackson's people are so stuck up. And I fucking show them that I actually do drink now. And all the times when I was in line and I wasn't buying alcohol, now I have a fucking 18-pack of Bud Ice. And I fucking put it in my... I don't even pay for that shit. They're not going to catch me. I'll go to one down on fucking Broadway. I'm never over there. And then I'll fucking put it in my backseat. And now I got Crystal, too. And I'll fucking go to Mulligan's and just fucking scream at people and scream at people and scream at people and, and keep trying to play pool. But I keep trying to do trick shots so it's pissing everybody the fuck off. And I keep saying, hey, I got next. And I put down $100 bills. So everybody's like, dude, I don't know. He put down 100 I think he should play next. And you just keep screaming at their girlfriends and screaming at them, screaming at their friends. And then I get a big old hoagie from Mulligan's. Most of the nights can be at Mulligan's. And I watch the ball drop, and I have a big hoagie on the sidewalk, and then I scream at the hot dog vendor and take his money in his little purse and drive his cart away. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go to Nampa, and I hop on a train, and so by the time the sun rises, I'm already fucking gone. Who gives a shit? Nice. That's cool. That's it for me. Mostly screaming and math and butt ice. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. This is speed and booze, mostly, is the big yeah, part. And fuck sure. hot dog vendors. Those dudes are dicks. <laughs> Tell me I got to pay for a hot dog. That's God's law. Should be free. Yeah. Hot dogs I mean, grow naturally. That's our constitutional right. Hot dogs grow in fields in Virginia. You think I've never seen it? So Open your fucking eyes. I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. <clears throat> I'm going to drive to the nearest liquor store. I'm going straight for the liquor. Yeah, I'm going butt eyes. I'm going to buy... I'm only going to buy a half gallon of vodka because I, I know if I drink that whole thing tonight, I will die of alcohol poisoning. Mm -hmm. More than likely, or at least be hospitalized, and that's going to be a lot of medical bills. I'm going to go... Actually, you know what? Fuck vodka. It's my night. I'm yeah. buying whiskey, dude. There we go. I'm getting a fucking half gallon of go. Evan Williams. Yeah, I've got the money to buy something nicer, but I like the trash. <laughs> I'm going to take that. I'm going to crack that top open. I'm going to drink as much as I can physically <laughs> guzzle into my body before I run out of breath gasping for air. <laughs> I'm guessing I can get at least 10 shots in before I take one sip. I'll screw the cat back on. I'm going to get behind the car. I'm going to get in my car, and I'm just going to fucking peel off, dude. I'm going to peel off, and I'm going to go to a residential neighborhood. I'm going to walk into a random person, a random family's house. Hopefully, they're having maybe a family board game night. I'm going to fall through their front door. I'm going to demand Ambien. I want, because, dude, if it's a suburban house... And there is a mother there. Yeah. They have a prescription of Ambien. That's a given. That's just the truth. I'm going to go in. I'm going to get the Ambien. I'm going to say thank you. I'll slap a $5 bill down to thank you for their troubles. And then I'll eat the Ambien. And I'm going to go take my car up Bogus Basin Road, baby. Watch the lines <laughs> turn from two to four. <laughs> Try and ride that guardrail, dude. Make it to the top. Make it to the very top of the mountain. 
and I'll go up there, and I'll park my car looking down at the city. I'm going to finish the bottle, and I'm going to stand on the guardrail like I'm at the side of fucking the Titanic, feeling the wind on my chest. And then I'm going to take my shirt and shoes off, and I'm going to walk into the woods. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> that's it for you? Yeah, I don't know what the ramifications are. I most likely die, but that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I think another option for me is... Is is definitely uh, get a quart a Jameson, break it on the ground because I can afford it. Like you said, we've been saving up money, and then go. We're in adults there. now, yeah. damn it! <laughs> I I'm... haven't been on any bender recently. I've got a little bit of pocket change, dude. I have dozens of dollars, <laughs> and I fucking instead I go in there and I get a gallon of New Amsterdam peach vodka, <laughs> and I start hitting that shit, and I take all the tires off my car and fucking sell them just for the hell of it. <laughs> And then I go and hit a couple kids off lime scooters, like fucking set up trip wires, like saw, fucking fuck them up. They just <laughs> beat their knees up. Take the lime scooters, put those on my car as tires, and fucking drive that shit to the nearest baseball field where there's a game going on and just fucking leave it there. <laughs> That's it. You know what? I got a, this is a plan two. <laughs> plan two. I go into the liquor store. I buy a full gallon of vodka. Same thing as before, I'm going to drink as much as I possibly can. <laughs> and I'm going to go sign up to join the fucking circus. <laughs> and I'm going to tour, and I'm just going to keep drinking, baby, doing shows. But, you know, it's weird because they hold me responsible, so they don't let me drink all day. No. So I'm just begrudgingly hungover as hell. Sweating. Fucking putting on makeup in the morning. Just, oh, I hate my life so much. And I become a carny. And that's how they all live. Every single <laughs> one of them. You better believe it. I'd fuck it, dude. I'd get so hammered, I'd wake up and join the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm pretty sure is a true I, story for Pierce's I, life. <laughs> I did that. <laughs> I did that one time. Oh, you have several friends, I think, who've done that. Got so drunk, they went to job fairs and joined the military. <laughs> <laughs> Tales all this time. Dude, I saw this tweet today that was like, joining the military is the male equivalent of, fuck it, I'm going to be a stripper. <laughs> Which it really is. Fuck, man, I'm out of options. Putting my life on the line is next. I make over 30K. I'll see combat. <laughs> uh, Kelsey won't even talk to me anymore, so who gives a shit? Once she sees me in my uniform, it's all going to change, bro. Uh, that's it. I got to ask before we really, Did you fart? No. You fart in here? Okay, I thought it was I don't fart. think I did. I know. Hey, man, no way to tell. New year, new hole. Fucking butts calling the shots. That's right. Baby Christmas, baby New Year. We want to tell you we thank you. We cherish you for another wonderful year on the Half Hour Grimace Town. And we love your guidance. We love it when you wrap me in your big hotel sweater, the ones that you'd find in the closet are full of cloth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's been it. 